I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about small mistakes that turn women off. Well, whether you're going through a breakup right now or you're struggling in your relationships or your dating life, understanding what behavior turns women off is very important because honestly behavior has a huge impact on whether a woman is attracted to you or just maybe doesn't see you in a romantic way and there are a lot of different things that we do that sometimes we're completely unaware of. You see what happens is we often do behavior that doesn't look like we're strong and centered and masculine and just have a confident secure core and of course most of that is because we've had early attachment traumas with our caregivers so we learn to be, become insecure based on our relationship with our caregivers and so unfortunately things that happen to you in the first two to three years of your life are really making you insecure in your romantic relationships talk about not fair right it's like if you're 25 years old and you're struggling in your dating life a lot of it is because of things that happened so far long ago in your past you don't even remember it and it's not fair and so it can be really tough to try and change when you're really changing things that have happened to you almost a lifetime ago and in many cases well before you had any words it's not fair but it is the way it is and understanding that that is why you are insecure is helpful and it's really interesting because something that your mom or dad did or your caretakers did that caused you to be insecure might cause you to try and overcompensate in your romantic relationships because you don't feel good enough uh, maybe you had a mom that was comparing you to other people I talked to a guy on a Skype today whose mom would compare him to the other kids that were taller than him when he was little and say oh how come you're not tall like him what like he can control his height and yet he is become insecure and has this insecurity about himself that he's not good enough he's never good enough because she was always doing that to him at such a young age and it's so unfair but it is what it is and we've got to be aware of that to change how we act around women and our behavior so you've got to understand that while you believe that your looks has this ultimate part to the puzzle yes of course women are attracted to looks how could they not be but your behavior and how you act is going to have a huge 
impact on that. So you got to be aware of the mistakes that we do. And I've got two brief emails, just uh, success stories, and then I'm going to get into an email where you're really going to see a lot of behavior that would turn a woman off when you're dating them. So let's start with the two success stories. These were just uh, emails that I got yesterday that I thought would be great to share with you guys. Um, so this first one is in response to my email coaching with him, okay? And he said, hey Craig, I don't know if I'm allowed to reply back, but you're a beast of a man. Well, thank you. I don't think I've ever had a man, another man tell me that I'm a beast of a man. But I'm going to take it as a compliment. I love growing and become the best I can be, and I've learned so, so much from you since this breakup. I'm learning so much about relationships, and it's opening my eyes to so much more. I'm getting to the point where I can tolerate the pain for the most part. Your videos have tell, helped tons. I started working on a new business, got my own cabin, signed up for jujitsu class today, and I've been reading more. This truly is a time for growth and improvement. You have over 300 and I'm watching them all. Good for you. Now that's motivation right there. Around two to three hours a day. Wow. You're going to be sick of me. <laughs> At work, I'm a ninja like that, driving on my lunch and before bed. Going to try and watch them all in about 30 days. I don't know if that's even possible. That would be over 10 a day, wouldn't it? I guess it would be. Uh, but that'd be a lot. Taking tons of notes, going to be wearing my cape. He's using, he's referencing my video, How to Be Her Superman. And he said, LOL. Take it easy, Craig. I love your stuff. I'll let you know when the good news comes because either way, it will be okay. That is a great place to be where you can say either way, it will be okay and truly mean it. And it's not easy to get there. And for many, many reasons. Obviously, when you haven't had your needs met in your childhood and then you lose somebody, it's, it's scary because you're really afraid that you're not going to get another person to meet those needs again. Okay? So, I've got a second email. Now, this one is a follow-up on the video I did earlier this week, Have You Really Changed? So, um, this was a brief email they sent me after they saw the video and got my email coaching. They said, Hi, Craig. Thank you very much for the response and for the video. You gave me an amazing energy and hope that I was about to lose. Man, you're sharp. I decided to find a therapist in my area to help me resolve my issues. I'll do my best by becoming a better person for myself and for the people in my life. Started watching playlists you recommended and taking notes. Feeling like I'm back in college. Also, after watching your video about bipolar disorder, I realized that I have to think long and hard if I really want my ex back and why I am so attracted to her. You're doing an amazing job, Craig. Keep it going. Man, I love getting these emails from you guys. I really do. Because I know how much work you're putting into every day, into learning, into looking at your areas of weakness and try and make them an area of strength, and, and how dedicated you are to changing your life. And believe it or not, 
when you change your life, it slowly changes the world because when you learn this stuff, oftentimes you guys are sharing it with your friends and your family. I cannot tell you how often I hear people tell me in Skypes, I'm, I've told my friends about you, now they're watching your videos. One of my friends is going through a breakup, they're watching your videos. And the more we spread this and the more we all learn together, the healthier we're all going to be. And then, you know, years to come, people will learn to have healthier, happier relationships. And ultimately, what could be better than that? Honestly, what could be better than feeling like you have people that you can turn to in times of need, that you can trust, that you can care about, and that you know will be there for you? This third email is somebody that I just did an email coaching with today. It's a guy in his mid-30s, and he's dating a woman on and off for over two years. And they were explaining the situation, and he says, Her mom and dad split up when she was quite young. Her biological father is now deceased. Her mom met another guy who I believe she associated as a father figure. Now, the reasons for the breakup that he gave are that he doesn't get her, he puts too much pressure on her, and they aren't on the same page. Now, when I was reading that, I was thinking, okay, that is like an odd combination there. And the thing that stood out the most to me was that he was putting too much pressure on her. He said when she broke up with him, he was angry, confused, lashing out, trying to reason with her, and obviously none of that worked. Um, and I asked him a little bit about the two biggest problems they had in the relationship. He said that I don't listen or understand her, and I don't communicate or talk enough. He says, I just want to know what I can do for a plan if she does reach out. I'm not holding my breath, even though I feel like I am. She asked for no contact. So, if somebody asks for no contact, you gotta give it to them, right? I mean, if they specifically come out and tell you, I don't want to be in contact with you now, you need to respect that. I don't hear that happen very often, uh, to be honest with you, for somebody to flat out come out and say, I need no contact. Um, but if they do, you definitely want to abide by that. We have been off and on again. It has been pretty much myself every time the one that reaches out. And she's usually pretty receptive. We chat, catch up, and sometimes make plans to meet romantically. Well, you can see he's doing all the work. And what's going on now? They're not together. May I add that she has now since moved away since we first met and is about two hours drive now. Okay, so I don't know what's going on here, but she's moving two hours away and you're the one that's got to pursue her. So it's not looking good right now because she is telling you she doesn't want to be with you. You keep reaching out. Her interest level must be a little bit higher than most breakups are because she's actually receptive, which is rare, but she's also moved two hours away, so that's a red flag right there. Then after a week or so of chatting back and forth via text, my anxiety and selfishness comes out, asking her for more. See, you're insecure. 
Okay? You're not okay with just being there, being present, and allowing her to come to you, or allowing her to come to you at her pace. You're trying to rush her. You're trying to pin her down. You're trying to lock her in, lock her down. And the more you do that, the more it's just pushing her away. So you're making big mistakes here. Um, so her interest level, it was high enough where she was still receptive, but then you keep pushing, 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 and it's really turning her off. Women get very turned off by this kind of behavior. Because it looks like you can't handle being alone, right? That doesn't signify strength or masculine behavior that you feel like, I am okay by myself, I'm strong, I'm confident. No, it looks like, Mommy, please take care of me. She says she's really busy with work, with school, and she's stressed with no sleep. I see these as excuses and deflections from her true feelings. I do too, for sure. They're excuses. And persist with wanting more attention, more time, more commitment. I bring up the past. So look at these. All these are mistakes that he's doing. Um, he's uh, demanding more attention, more of her time, more commitment, all because he's scared to be alone. And the more he tries to do this, the more she wants nothing to do with him. If she doesn't get back to me in a while, I start to worry. Like, is this her distancing herself from me again? Oh no. Blood pressure rises, heart races, do stupid things, and make mistakes. Well, this tells me that you obviously have an anxious attachment style, and you've got a lot of anxiety and insecurities from your past with your caregivers. And you got to look at that, okay? Because I'm sure you could be very uh, successful in other areas of your life, maybe school or work or friends, um, but when it comes to uh, attachment, that's where you're really struggling, right? Because you didn't feel secure with your parents, and so now we kind of recreate that dynamic, and now you're not feeling insecure when she gives herself some space from you. And she's got a life. She's got things she's got to do. She's in school. She's got a job. She doesn't have any time for herself. And you're like, me, 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 me. And she just, she can't take it. She's getting turned off. Eventually, it gets awkward. She tells me to back off, and I persist until she asks for no contact. So you literally have brought this upon yourself. And you just keep pushing her and pushing her and pushing her. It's like you can't shut yourself off. I mean, this woman is telling you, back off. Give me space. And you keep pushing her and pushing her until she finally says, look, stop contacting me altogether. These are major, major mistakes. And n you'll never be able to keep a relationship if you can't give somebody some space when they ask for it. It makes my head spin and blood boil because sometimes this can happen literally days after she tells me she loves me. It's normal, okay? I know it really is baffling how somebody could tell you that they love you and then a couple days later they need space from you. 
but it's normal, okay? And when you're pushing somebody and they feel like they can't get any space, then they're going to want to get away from you because we all need a level of space from our partners and that space actually creates attraction. I mean, how can you say that one day and be okay with no contact pretty much the next? Makes no sense to me. That's because you have an anxious attachment style and you're terrified of space. So, of course, space doesn't make any sense to you because space could mean death, okay? If you're a child and you have too much space from your parents, it could mean they've abandoned you and you're going to die because you can't take care of yourself. Well, because it's a trauma, and I've explained this before, but if you're new to my channel, with a trauma, your brain, your unconscious, doesn't understand the difference between the past and the present. So, when you're traumatized in regards to attachment, when you're in the present moment, and you feel space, it brings you back in time where you felt that and you thought you were going to die. So that's why you're feeling like you're going to die in the present. Anyways, I could go on, but she is in my thoughts constantly. She makes me feel like no one else ever has. Well, I would say she makes you're constantly thinking about her because we are wired to attach and connect. And so when we feel disconnected, our brain is saying, we're in danger, we're in danger. If we lose our caregivers, we're in danger. If we lose our loved ones, we're in danger. Because that's human beings' primary survival mechanism, is our relationships. We don't have fangs or wings to fly away or claws. We have our relationships to keep us safe. And so, that's why you're constantly thinking about her, because your brain is saying, reconnect with her or die. Um, it's, it's on the biological level. We're, we're hardwired that way. Okay? And the fact that she makes you feel like no one else ever has, that is exactly what I'm saying. Now, see, you're not seeing it, but I could see that she makes you feel like your caregivers did. Okay? So this is exactly what I'm saying. She reminds you of your caregivers, which would take you back into that time where without them you're going to die. So that's exactly why you're getting in that unconscious role that you did in your childhood. I know that's really deep, but when you step back and really think about it for a while, you start to see the pattern. I feel physically sick to my stomach, bowel movements all over the place. That doesn't sound good. I've even seen a doctor to try and calm my anxiety, my anxiety to sleep better and focus at work more. I really have my doubts if she will ever reach out at some point, but if she does, I want to know the right thing to do this time. Thanks in advance, Craig. Your videos have already been such a huge help. You have no idea. Well, I do have an idea because I learned this stuff too, okay? When I put all this stuff together and started to understand it, it helped me feel better because I started to understand myself what I was going through, and why I was going through it. And the more I pieced it together little by little by exploring attachment and trauma and my own history and my family history, the more I started to put it together, the more secure I became. So that's why I'm so much more secure than I ever was years ago because I've been able to put this together.
And that is the big thing that you've got to work on, is understanding what's going on with you internally. What is going on within you that's causing you to lose emotional self-control? Because it's that behavior that's really turning her off. Okay? That when she needs a little bit of space or time, instead of giving it to her, you're like, can you talk now? Can you see me now? How about now? What are you doing now? What are we doing later? Can I see you tonight? Can we go out tomorrow? It just drives people crazy and they feel like they can't breathe. Okay? Just kind of like you feel like you can't breathe without her. She feels like she can't breathe because you're like smothering her to death, right? So, the thing that you're going to have to do is let her come back to you when she's ready. And I do think she will reach out at some point because this girl has repeatedly tried to help you by telling you, hey, look, I need space, I need this, I need that. And she's trying to tell you, but you're not giving it to her. So I think that if you do give her that and you work on yourself and you become more secure, which we could really work through in a Skype together um, because we can really get into exploring that trauma and the stuff that I was talking about earlier, that will help you heal, okay? Talking about it helps us heal, okay? When we deal with things, we heal and that's how we become more secure. That's why Margaret always used to tell me over and over again, you got to talk about it. That's how the brain heals. The brain is like a wordsmith, she would say. And it's true. The more you talk about things, the better you heal and break up to motivate you. And if you're not going through a breakup and you're just wanting to learn about relationships, that's awesome too. Because you're going to find more attractive people. And, th and their behavior is going to be more understandable so you can relate with them, you can connect with them, you know how to be a better partner for them, and you know how to be a better partner because you'll be able to understand how to express what you need from them in a way that's more mature than demanding and putting a lot of pressure on them. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the option that works best for you. I do email coaching, and I do Skype coaching. And if you like the video, throw a like on there. I do appreciate it. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.